Hello and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I'm Ashley. And I am Matt. <laughs> and today we're going to review a new film that is streaming on Netflix. It's called I'm Thinking of Ending Things, and Matt is going to tell us about it. Yeah, so this is based off of a book written by Ian Reed, and then this is uh, written for the screen and directed by Charlie Kaufman, who's done stuff like, like The Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, and uh, Adaptation, um, and Anomalisa, is that the yeah. mm-hmm, And mm-hmm. so um, now he's back mm-hmm. with a very straightforward and clear-cut film. <laughs> no, I, I, I kid. No, it's uh, the stars uh, Jesse Buckley and Jesse Plemons um, as a couple, young couple that we see uh, driving in a snowstorm to meet um, his parents who live out, I guess, in the country somewhere mm-hmm. in, in the middle of Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And so th- it's about their relationship, kind of. Uh, and a lot of this is from her perspective. Uh, she's only really known officially in this movie as a young woman, but you hear a lot of her inner thoughts. In fact, the, the title is, I think, the first thing we hear her say in this movie in- internally. Um, and it refers at that point to her thinking of ending things uh, with Jake, mm-hmm. uh, played by Jesse Plemons. So in- thinking of ending their relationship. Um, there's a whole lot more going on in this movie, uh, you know, to do with the characters and the situations that they find themselves in. Uh, the parents' house and afterward and all the everything in between uh, 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 scenes of a janitor that are interspersed <laughs> uh, throughout. So it's uh, it's got a lot going on, I guess. So yeah, what did you think of it? Um, I thought this movie was pretty great. Um, as you might expect from Charlie Kaufman, it is a puzzling film. Um, it has elements that kind of make you, that, that are kind of unnerving and make it feel like it's a, a dream or, or a nightmare or maybe memories or maybe kind of a stream of consciousness imagining of something. Um, you know, you have characters who age and de-age between scenes, from scene to scene. Um, you have characters whose names seem to change from scene to scene. And their backstories seem to change. It's like our, um, our main character, she's, I think, initially described as a physicist or something. and then But then she's a poet, and then she's an artist. And then, um, yeah, she it just... Like a dream, it just there doesn't seem to be um, kind of a, a logical basis of reality that we're dealing with. It, it just seems to be kind of constantly changing, and um, and all of that kind of creates this mood that is very unsettling, but it's very interesting. It's very puzzling. I, I can I can definitely see that if you're not kind of open to this kind of movie, you might not like it. But if you're if you like getting kind of lost in these kind of puzzle movies, and you know I think in, inevitably people bring up um, some movies like by David Lynch or something like that, Mulholland Drive or something, movies that you know when you when you walk out of them you're just kind of puzzling over what it was exactly, and maybe you spend a lot of time if it's a good movie you spend a lot of time afterwards trying to figure out what it all means, and this is that kind of movie. I mean, right after we we stopped watching this. We were talking about it and trying to figure it out, right? Um, so if you're into that kind of movie, 
Um, I think you might like this one. Um, but what did you think of it? <laughs> so I've not always been into this kind of movie. Right. Um, I kind of have to be, you know, mentally open for it. And uh, this time I was, however, you know, so we watched it uh, late in the evening, you know, nighttime, which I think is a good time to watch this. Um, you know, at night, I'm a little more um, insecure and a little more uh, open to like a lot of thoughts kind of going through my head and going over the day and and the week and the life in general. So <laughs> this was a really good time for me to watch this movie because it's about a lot. Uh, a lot of it seems to be about, you know, um, you know, who are we, you know, um, and who is our what is our true nature, and our, who are, you know, our true self mm-hmm. and um, doubts that we might have about our lives and how people see us. Um, and there's so, so, yeah, I was very open to watching it and I, and I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I, I let it marinate in my mind. Uh, and, and I think it's a good movie to do that with. Um, I, it doesn't provide a lot of answers, although there are some, mm-hmm. but you really have to look for them. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not a movie that lends itself well to you just kind of halfway watching it, you know? So I think you really need to, if you're going to watch this, you need to devote your attention to it, um, which I really tried to, because there was, um, uh, for the, the very first half of this, I was very much enraptured by it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I do feel the story lagged a little bit after um, a certain point. Uh, not it, it picked back up again, but for uh, the, the if you're going to tr- cut this into quarters, I feel like the third quarter, in, to my opinion anyway, lagged a little bit. So I kind of started not paying as much attention, and you know, like you do when you're at home now and you're watching things, you just like look at your phone or whatever. <laughs> and there was a moment where I looked at my phone and you were like, "Did you see like the 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 actress <laughs> playing the woman changed?" And yeah. I was like, "No, I missed that." Uh, so yeah, things like that happen, you know. Um, but no, it, it's a, it's a, it's weird. I think it's a deep movie, but it's also a very shallow movie. And I was thinking about it, uh, like in, in the shower this morning, <laughs> as you do. And there's, it, it almost if you want, I could see I could see someone deriding this movie by saying that it's very collegey, sit around and talk. Uh, about what you think is the meaning of life and you know like well man like what if like blah, blah. and it's a lot of that kind of talk you mm-hmm. know like mm-hmm. so you I see I could see some people dismissing the concept uh, as that mm-hmm. but I think it's done so well that I, uh, at least I took it seriously um, and I think a lot of it is uh, to the credit of the two main actors uh, Jesse Plemons and uh, Jesse Buckley um, I think they are really, really good in this um, Mm -hmm. and disappear into the roles. And then, of course, uh, Tony Collette and David Tulis are are always good, but they're good in this as uh, Jesse Plemons' parents. No, you know, I think, you know, you can't understate the performances of uh, Jesse Buckley and Jesse Plemons in this movie because even amongst all of this confusion, um, they managed to create characters that you really um, um, are interested in. And, you know, even if they are, even if they are seeming to change from scene to scene, um, there's, there's enough of them that makes you 
care about them. So, uh, yeah, really good performances all around. Um, and, you know, I thought the movie ultimately, um, you know, just based on my interpretation of it, um, was very poignant um, when you think back on it and you, if you've, if you've kind of puzzled out what's happening. Um, I think it's, it's sad and poignant and, um, yeah, very powerful. Mm-hmm. So I don't know about the book. Um, I haven't read it. Uh, our friend Aaron, who's been on this podcast with us, uh, he's, he's reading the book. So I'll be very curious to um, ask him about. But uh, there's also an article in Slate. Uh, if you read that online, after you've watched the movie, do not read it beforehand. But <laughs> after you've watched the movie, you can read it. And um, things are a little bit more straightforward in the book, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I don't know about the book then. But I, in the movie, there's a lot of... Um, pop culture references, mm-hmm. um, whether it be, uh, you know, television or film or musicals, mm-hmm. uh, or, or literary. Um, and it's weird, you know, some of them I kind of got, some of them I didn't, and some of them I thought I got, but I wasn't sure. I mean, the movie almost becomes annoyingly highbrow in its pop culture, right? It, it doesn't mm-hmm. stop to, to, to let you catch up with like, okay, like this mm-hmm. is referencing this. You either know or you don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, to, for an example, um, Jesse Buckley's character, the young, the young woman, you know, early on she's like, um, she does writing in her spare time. And she recites to um, Jesse Plemons' character this, this piece that she's been working on. But it's actually a poem that was written by somebody, you know, years ago. Right. I, um, then at one point she um, she starts kind of reviewing a John Cassavetes movie, uh, and I could tell she was imitating somebody despite her vocal intonations. Mm-hmm. And it turns out she's she's reading a Pauline Kael film review of right. that movie, but pretending like it's her thoughts. Right. Um, and it's interesting because there are clues scattered throughout, like one of them being you know in the scene where she's at his parents house and she goes into his childhood bedroom mm-hmm. there's a book of Pauline Kale yep. film reviews there and uh, a book of poetry and there. a book of poetry yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> then there's a, a weird uh, fake I think it's fake Robert Zemeckis movie that you see the end of yeah. in this movie um, there's also a scene that um, has dialogue lifted wholly from A Beautiful Mind the movie starring Russell Crowe <laughs> Um, there's bits from Oklahoma, yes. the musical in this, and a whole bunch of other things I'm sure I'm not remembering or thinking of right yeah. now. Um, so it does have that. It's, it's an experience movie. And again, you have to be open to the experience, but I think you just kind of need to like be open to it and let it kind of come over you, wash over you, and mm-hmm. for you to just um, enjoy your moments in it right yeah and i think it um it looks great as well um and it really excels at creating a mood it's it's snowing pretty much the whole time and there's they're driving out to the country and then they're at that farmhouse there's really a sense of of isolation and a chill Mm -hmm. and the set design i thought of that farmhouse was really really good it felt like Mm -hmm. a real place yeah and and i also wanted to mention the the makeup they did an amazing job aging and de-aging these actors and actresses. Except for one scene. 
Oh, but yeah? I think that was on purpose. Oh, yeah, I think that was on purpose. Yeah, 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 yeah. you're right. Yeah, Luca Zoll does the cinematography in this movie, mm-hmm. and it is really good. And particularly in the, the third act, I, well, the third quarter, as I'll call it, <laughs> uh, which is the part that I felt a little, I don't know, I, I got a little disinterested. Mm-hmm. But um, they're, they're driving back in their car, and it's nighttime now, and it gets so dark. Yeah, I mean, we did have the lights on, uh, but then I had to turn the lights off because I couldn't see. Right. Uh, but that was interesting. I mean, that that's that, you know that was that was good. Yeah, and it's, this talks the 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 movie anyway plays a lot with time, mm-hmm. and that's always been a fascinating subject for me because I you know time to me has been something I have a tra- hard time wrapping my head around. You know, if I think about it, really, mm-hmm. I mean, in a way, it seems very straightforward. Mm. But in other ways, I feel like there's more to it or maybe less. I don't know. But there's a scene. Um, and I don't know if I can remember the line correctly, but they stop at a, at a, it's a, it's called a burr, B-R-R-R or something. That's the, that's the, uh, it's like a, their version of a blizzard is, yeah, a, is, okay. a, is a burr. Yeah, it's an ice cream shop. It's an ice cream in the shop. Middle of nowhere. Right. <laughs> uh, and the, one of the attendants is talking to, is it? I forget which character she's talking to, but she's talking to one of the characters and she's some, she says like, you know, basically she asks them, why don't they just stay with her there in this moment in time? Like, mm-hmm. you don't have to go back. I forgot how she put it. She's like, you, you don't have to go back like into time or something. Or mm-hmm. you don't have to kind of rejoin the, the, the time stream that we find ourselves <laughs> going through, right? right? And I, as much as I'm flubbing that line, um, <laughs> that really hit me because... We, we, you know, if you live long enough, you have memories, right? And you have, um, and we all have good and bad moments, right, in our mm-hmm. lives. But a lot of times with the good moments, we think about them and we wish we could go back to them. And sometimes maybe we wish we could stay, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and it's, I feel like time would have to be frozen then in order to be in it in perpetuity. Mm-hmm. Because... You know, people would continue to age, you know, uh, like, let's say you went back to a favorite childhood home and your parents were there and all your loved ones and friends you had as kids. And it was a great moment. Mm-hmm. But unless time froze, everyone, even, you know, even if they stayed in that place, would continue to age and the, mm-hmm. the, the structure would continue to, to degrade. And, mm-hmm. um, so you really can't stay in a moment in time. <laughs> but I really like that, that, that thought, that the idea. idea. Yeah. All right, so what do you give this out of 10? Um, I will give it an 8.5. Okay. Um, I'm going to give it a 7.5. So our score is an 8. And it is on the tomato meter, has a certified fresh 83% from critics, and a 50% from audiences. Yeah. I can see how maybe it's not everyone's uh, cup of tea, as they say. Yeah. So. All right, thanks for listening. Thanks. Thanks.